Welcome to the Eat Like an Italian podcast, where we will discuss the rationale, benefits, and practical application of the Mediterranean diet. We will explain how to maintain healthy eating habits without actually dieting, while at the same time enjoying some of the best cuisine on the planet. The centuries-old food traditions found in Italy still provide the most accurate template for a long and active life in the 21st century. We'll dive into the what of these practices, but we'll also unpack the why, so that we can better understand the direct links between lifestyle choices and overall well-being. Join us in the kitchen and at the table for a generous helping of delicious food. Here's to your health. Ciao. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the podcast. It's been a while since I've recorded a new episode, and I think you all probably can figure out why. This coronavirus has really interrupted all of our best laid plans. But in some ways, it has forced us to focus on the important daily routines that we often skim over in our otherwise busy lives. I titled this episode Starvation, and I meant it in both a literal and figurative sense. In the figurative sense, I meant to imply that we're all a bit starved right now for our lives before coronavirus. The social interactions, the stress-free grocery shopping, going to the gym or cinema, we all crave those things right now. But I also meant starvation in the literal sense, because that's where this strange journey has led me. I'll skip the backstory for now, because I want to jump right into my personal experience with the fasting-mimicking diet. Perhaps you've already heard about it. I've become familiar with the work of Dr. Walter Longo about a year ago, and ever since then I've been threatening to try his fasting-mimicking diet. In a nutshell, here's what it's all about. Dr. Longo and his associates at the University of Southern California had known that there's been previous research that suggested severe caloric restriction is one of the, well, maybe the only proven method of extending lifespan, and not only lifespan, but healthy lifespan. Also noted is that uh, this protocol can uh, reverse such things as diabetes, hypertension, obesity, and uh, has even been tested in treating cancer, not as a sole therapy, but as an adjunct to chemotherapy or radiation. So he knew this, and they, and they did some experiments with it and, and confirmed some of these uh, previous experiments. However, they also noted that this is a very difficult protocol to maintain because this starvation diet, this um, you know severe caloric restriction, meaning no food at all for periods of time, only water for a day, three days, a week, and sometimes even a month under strict supervision of a doctor in a clinical setting, had just miraculous effects on all these chronic diseases and indeed seem to reverse the uh, the process of aging or at least uh, significantly slow it down. But again, he noted that this is a very difficult protocol to follow. So he started to um, work with different ways where he could create the same metabolic results without the extreme dieting because he knew that people just couldn't follow this. It's just impractical to ask people not to eat for days at a time. So he came up with this fasting, fasting mimicking diet, which is to say uh, it's not a total fast, yet the, uh, the metabolic, the biochemical things that happen are still in line with what happens during fasting. So he, he figured that what he had to do was severely restrict the calories, but not to the point of discomfort and, you know, people wouldn't do it. But he wanted to make something that was doable 
yet uh, st still created the same conditions. So he, he came up with this five-day plan where on the first day you, you would consume somewhere in 11 to around 11 or 1200 calories. This is probably about half of what most people should be eating in a day and, and maybe <laughs> a third of what most people actually do eat in a day. So 11 to 1200 calories on the first day, then about 700 to 750 calories the, the next four days. Not only was it the calories that were uh, reduced, but also the type of food that was consumed. So he made this a complete uh, vegan diet. Um, obviously no dairy, no, uh, no meat, no animal protein anyway. Uh, and this was going to be high in fat, low in protein, and low in simple carbohydrates. So that was the other thing. He needed to completely eliminate sugars as well as much as possible. I mean, obviously there's always a little bit that sneaks in there, but um, you, you try to eliminate the sugar to almost zero and the protein is kept very low. And so you're down to this diet that basically consists of a, um, of a nut bar of his, uh, his own formulation, various soups that he has created, some nuts, some types of crackers that are very low in glycemic index, uh, olives, and herbal teas that have um, you know beneficial effects of their own in addition to being non-glycemic. Then there are some supplements he added like vitamins, algal oil, electrolytes to help um, just boost the body because you're, you're missing some important nutrients during this diet. So it's really impossible to get everything that you need from this diet so the, the supplements are necessary. But this is only five days and then you gradually return back to a normal diet. The sixth day is supposed to be a very slow return to normal. You don't want to overtax the body on the sixth day because, um, you know, it's not used to it after these five days of, of, of metabolic starvation. Even though your stomach doesn't necessarily feel the extreme hunger pangs that it would under total fasting, it's still not... Um, you know, metabolically, your body isn't ready to jump back into a, you know, a big steak dinner and, you know, with a side of pasta and all that. So uh, you have to ease back into it. So I've always wanted to do this, and he has a, a proprietary uh, diet plan that you can purchase online called Prolon, P-R-O-L-O-N. And it's everything you need ready to go out of the box with all these nut bars and soups and, and snacks and, uh, and things, teas, electrolytes that you need to, uh, to complete this five-day plan. So it makes it foolproof if you just follow it and don't cheat. You know, the problem is it's expensive. It's about $250. Now, during the coronavirus uh, you know, pandemic, they're offering a half price on this. So it's still $125, still quite expensive. But, uh, you know, if you follow it and it works, it's certainly worth it. My problem was, you know, I just, I wanted to f find a way to do this a little more naturally. So I wanted to use some, in I wanted to, you know, basically copy the diet without purchasing the, the plan. And, you know, it wasn't really the price tag so much. It was just, I, I felt like, well, you know, if this is something that can be done, then we should all be able to do it at home. So I, I went about and created my own and I'll, you know, list in some show notes exactly how I did that, but I found a comparable nut bar that you can buy separately. I made my own soup, starting with a broth, uh, just a vegetable broth that you can buy, you know, at any grocery store. Nuts, of course, are nuts. You don't really, I mean, just almonds, plain almonds. Um, some seaweed crackers that I found that were actually quite good. 
and um, olives, you know, and, and herbal teas can be found everywhere. Supplements and all that, again, very easy. Um, so it really wasn't difficult to, to recreate his diet with my own ingredients found at the grocery store. Well, I haven't been grocery shopping, really. I've been ordering everything online through Amazon Prime, uh, Whole Foods. And, but I was able to do that very, very easily. And it cost a lot less than, uh, you know, $250 or even $125. So uh, I did it. And uh, I want to share my experience with it with with you with this plan um you know overall just give the general impressions overall it, it wasn't too difficult i expected it to be harder there were moments when i did feel hungry in between meals meals such as they are they're really not meals so much as they're just sort of uh, you know eating something to satisfy the hunger um but it wasn't that hard i mean again there were there were moments when it was harder than others but in general um no, I, I can't. I can't say that it was uh, stressful or um, you know mentally difficult in any way. Um, day one it was especially easy. Um, you know, I they, they give you you're allowed to have more calories on day one, so it's about half what I would normally eat, but it was enough to keep me keep me full. I will say that um, I did the one cheat perhaps that I had is, that he does not recommend is as I did drink my regular coffee. Now, he says that if you must drink coffee, you can have one cup in the morning, and that's it. Uh, he says coffee interferes with the process somehow, and so, you know, I did I did have my coffee every morning. Um, beyond that, I, I kept full also by, instead of drinking regular water, sometimes I would have some, a can of uh, carbonated water. You know, these ones you can buy, zero-calorie, carbonated, with a little bit of natural flavoring, like lemon or lime or something. Any store has those as various brands. So that kind of helped me keep full. Um, and so day one was pretty easy. Uh, it didn't feel any different than a normal day. Uh, day two, it was, uh, you know, then we got into the tougher diet. And that, that was probably the hardest day because it was a kind of an extreme shift. But I still felt okay. It took a lot of, you know, mental focus, but not in a discomforting way. Just, uh, you know, we had to concentrate. And... Um, I would say that wasn't too hard. Um, days three and four got a little easier. And day five, I started to get a little anxious. I was ready to go back to normal. And uh, I'm recording this on day six, by the way. So this is fresh in my mind. I wanted to do this while I was still thinking about it. Um, so overall, it wasn't bad. I would say uh, I want to make one other comment is that my sleep was um, was was varied. So after the first couple of days, my sleep seemed to improve. And then these last couple of days, um, I, especially last night, I didn't sleep well. And in fact, I woke up about 5.30 in the morning, couldn't go back to bed. But, you know, I don't know. Maybe I didn't need the sleep because <laughs> I was getting the, the proper nutrition or something. Or it could be, you know, we're all getting a little less sleep these days with uh, stress from the coronavirus and being out of our normal routine. So I, I can't speak to that directly, but... Uh, I just wanted to note that. Energy levels. Um, in general, I would say energy levels have been good. I, I think towards the end, I did feel lower energy. I was getting tired at the end of the day and wasn't really able to focus much after, you know, four or five o'clock in the afternoon. Um, then I, you know, I try to do some work after dinner and I, I really had a hard time doing that. So, um, that's something to note. I just think, you know, my body's not used to it. And I, this is, 
not something, and this is a really important point, this is not a protocol for daily life. This is a, he recommends once a quarter for healthy people uh, to help just re re reverse the effects of aging um, and to, um, you know, just general well-being. So sort of reset your metabolism. And, um, and here's why I want to make it a real important note. And maybe the one reason that I did this, uh, my, my weight is pretty good. I mean, uh, I'm six foot four. I weigh about 190 pounds. I did, I was about 193 or 94 before I started this diet, um, five days ago, six days ago. And I lost about three pounds during the course of this diet. Maybe a lot of it's water. I don't know, but I mean, I, it wasn't an important part of it for me is losing weight. Although for many people it does, it does help that. For me, it was it was this uh, nagging issue I've had with uh, tendonitis in my in my right foot. I used to be a long distance runner, and I developed kind of a chronic tendonitis that flares up sometimes. It's pretty painful. Other times, it's just there and kind of nagging. It doesn't really hurt, but it's sort of just stiff. Um, and I noticed about a year and a half ago when I when I changed my diet significantly to really follow a, a Mediterranean diet protocol that gradually over the period of a couple of months that that inflammation that pain and my tendonitis went away and then um, you know it came back during this coronavirus lockdown especially when I just started after the first couple of weeks I just got you know out of my good habits and I started eating bad I started drinking too much wine and uh, that thing that tendonitis came back and it was really uncomfortable so my goal for this fasting mimicking diet was to see if I could reduce that inflammation that tendonitis and happy to report it's worked I have about a 90% improvement in five days on the tendonitis that I swear a week ago every morning I would get up and it was hard walking down the stairs I mean it's not like I was crippled but it was uncomfortable extremely stiff and somewhat painful and that is completely gone um, you know I still am aware of it because I'm just always aware of it now but it is not uncomfortable at all I can walk I can run I can walk up and down the stairs with, with no discomfort just some very minor stiffness so I'm gonna say it's 90% better than it was just a week ago so that was my goal and I achieved that goal um, and uh, you know this is you know everyone wants to claim a miracle cure all these different kinds of diets and I think it's worth noting that the fasting mimicking diet, the keto diet, uh, the paleo diet, uh, intermittent fasting, um, all these things sort of have the same goal. And, you know, I, I'm not, you know, a molecular biologist. I do have a degree in biochemistry, but, uh, you know, my knowledge is, I'm sure, outdated. And, um, you know, I don't want to get too deep into the science, but they say, what this fasting state does is um, it affects the, the mitochondrial DNA. So the mitochondria are the little energy batteries in our cells. And one of the things that causes aging is when these the DNA of these mitochondria start to uh, denigrate. And the telomeres, which is, again, when, when you're talking about uh, DNA replication, these telomeres are something that sort of facilitate that process. And when these things start shortening, then uh, there's errors that occur in the DNA replication, and these errors result in you know a breakdown of the of the DNA and the and the aging of the cells, and consequently the aging of the body. So that's my short version of what happens here, and, and what all of these diet regimens seek to overcome. So when you when you sort of starve the mitochondria, they go into this survival mode, and I guess this is how they 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 
it sort of cleans up the the bad the fragmented DNA the bad DNA and it replaces it with good DNA or good DNA fragments and, and good DNA replication so um, again that's my simplistic view of it and uh, I, I don't think it's super important that we all understand the mechanism but we can say that there's plenty of research to support all of these protocols who have the goal to achieve the same thing which is to um, to improve um, the replication of the mitochondrial DNA, which in turn slows the aging process. So um, I think this fasting mimicking diet is sort of a, a shortcut to that uh, without having to drastically change your lifestyle. However, it should be noted that, you know, you can't just do this once a quarter and then go to eating junk food and eating whatever you want and, you know, drinking too much, staying up late and you know, smoke, all those bad things. You can't do that. It has to be combined with a normal, healthy lifestyle, which is a lifestyle within reason. So just this, just the basic Mediterranean diet where you can enjoy most things. Um, and you can, you know, celebrate once in a while. If there's a birthday or a holiday or a Sunday family dinner, you know, go go little beyond what you think is, you know, the the ideal diet and have some of these things that are just fun and delicious and, and don't worry about that. Um, you know, which is different than cheat days, by the way. So cheat days are these sort of scheduled days where you can eat whatever you want. And I think that's a really bad philosophy. I, I think people shouldn't do cheat days. Uh, you should celebrate meals once in a while where you're going to cheat, but those should be for specific reasons that shouldn't be the reason in itself so you got to get over the mentality that i'm going to eat all good all week long i'm going to eat great and be healthy and all that so that i can cheat on saturday and that's just i think that's the wrong approach to dieting in general because it sort of misses the point it's supposed to be a lifestyle not uh not a punishment reward system so um that's my take on that but yeah, I mean this this fasting mimicking diet. I think for a lot of people, this would be the um, this would be the approach. Um, it's worth trying. Um, it worked for me, and uh, I'm going to put some resources on the website where I talk about it a little more in depth. I, I talk about my what led me to this point, and um, and how you can you know do the same thing at home. I'll I'll put down what I did. You know how I recreated. The Prolon diet, which is the one that Dr. Longo sells, it was just stuff you can buy at your local grocery store. So I hope this is helpful. Um, you know, I, I don't know if, if um, you know, you certainly have to do this under a, diet, a doctor's supervision or at least with a doctor's consent. I don't think there's anything particularly dangerous about it for normal, healthy people. But if you do have a chronic condition, um, you know, diabetes, and, and especially, I mean, you have to be careful your your sugar levels and all that. So um, you know, you probably should consult a physician before trying this. So I'm not a, you know, I'm not a dietary physician or a you know, nutritionist or um, I'm not giving you this as medical advice, but just as my experience, what worked for me. And you can think about researching it for yourself and trying it out. Okay. Thanks so much. Well, that's it for today's episode. Come back next time for another generous helping of straight talk about the benefits of a Mediterranean diet. And find us on our website at eatlikeanitalian.com. Ciao.